1: Hi everyone, my name is Claire O'Shea and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be going over the four pillars for becoming a strong leader as a business and studio owner. And these four pillars really benefit your team, your students, as well as your community. As a studio owner, we often have to create a sense of credibility within our community and being able to voice that for our business is really crucial. It is important to be a strong leader as we are representing not only our business, but also our industry. And it can sometimes seem like a lot of responsibility as a service we provide greatly impacts our students' growth and development. But in this episode today, I'm going to cover my top tips in becoming a strong leader for your team, which will generate the mindset shift from CEO, business owner to community leader. So let's dive right in. Pillar number one is all about practicing clear communication. So as a leader, you need to be clear and precise with your words, actions, expectations, deadlines and communications towards your team. So if you need or want anything done, be clear and also kind with your approach. And there's different ways that we have spoken about in the past that you can communicate with your team, but sometimes setting, you know, due dates and Really clear expectations can avoid any disappointment for you and then avoid any confusion for your team member as well. And with this clear streamlined form of communication, you are also aiming to create trust both in others who work for you as well as those that you work for, such as clients, parents, and students. So this trust that is built especially when done in a really friendly manner can give others more reason to reciprocate that with the same clear and honest communication with you hopefully. So it kind of goes both ways and that is one of the best things about having clear communication that it really starts you know festering in a good way. Festering is not a very nice word is it but you know what I mean. Growing and going backwards and forwards so that there is less problems at the studio and just general ease and warmth and kindness which is so lovely and this really also establishes your team's respect allowing them to be honest and come to you if they have a problem rather than talking behind your back or you know complaining to other people or other members of staff and this also really is when it comes to communicating praise or appreciation for your staff as well. Be really clear and do it often. People love to be recognized and if there's a reason to recognize them, I encourage you to do so. And the same thing does go with parents at your studio. Be kind and clear and direct with your communication about the genuine care you have for the development and well-being of their child or, or the particular purpose or value that you want to create at your studio and this will not only then generate returning students but trust for the parents to be able to discuss with you if their child is experiencing any issues within the studio or possibly outside of the studio that might be having uh, you know, an effect on their general well-being or mental health. Of course, it also establishes you as a professional business owner who takes responsibility for their words and actions which is paramount and I completely understand and we all know that we are all emotional creatures, but being able to see things from an objective perspective and being really clear will save you, your team and parents a whole lot of time in the long run when you are able to be direct with those that you interact with or they have that information that they really need in advance to be able to move forward without any confusion or crankiness or anything. They just have a really clear understanding of what's expected, what you're going to deliver and how you're going to do so. Pillar number two is all about listening. So become a professional listener as well as a communicator. So although you are the person of authority within your business, having an open ear and open mind for when your team members have suggestions or really brings you to that sort of the level of that team environment rather than always being the leader, I guess, even though you are kind of creating an atmosphere and you are sort of essentially leading them forward, but working with them to allow to suggestions and to encourage them and empower them to make change within your studio as well. Can really establish a comfort with them to communicate with you in general, as well as just have really awesome ideas. The more people you can brainstorm with, the more likely you are to create wonderful new experiences for your students and really just propel your business forward. And when others who work for you are being valued and their voice or opinion is at least being heard, regardless, you know, sometimes some of those suggestions you might not actually be able to implement, but it really creates this mutual respect and establishes long-term team members, which is what so many of us are really, really desiring. We don't want those teachers that are only doing one term or two terms or a year. Having long-term team members that your kids love and trust and respect is really going to help your business in the long run as well. And With this in mind, it also can subconsciously raise your team member's work ethic and their effort within your business because when they feel heard, seen and respected, they really want to work harder to be a better employee, which again, in the end benefits you and your business, which is awesome. And this on the flip side is also for listening to your community and what is needed or sometimes missing with other dance studios or even with the formal education system. So a lot of the time we really want feedback but we are too scared to maybe ask for it or to take that step to be able to find it out. So giving out surveys or asking questions to people that are within your business or possibly who have in the past or have considered coming when they decided not to is a, is a really great way to improve as a business owner and as a leader. And then also, you know, some suggestions you may not want to take on board, but some may be really helpful. And that could be something that is a really minor change to then be able to really grow your business to the place you want it to be. And listening is also really simply just a simple way of paying attention. So try and keep tabs on what is happening in your community and participate in those issues that affect your community or your students or, you know, those sort of within your area and and, and you can have a positive impact on it. It feels really awesome to get involved in community events and it's a great way for your students to get involved too and encourage you know advocacy for other different groups in your community as well as just generally giving back which is awesome having this awareness gives you an edge in your business as well it's all about you know leading by example and really wanting to give back to the community but it is it is a point of difference and something that people will you know appreciate and really kind of admire I guess and that's really awesome not that you do it to just get praise but it is a really nice thing and doing nice things for other people often makes us feel nice too And it can also really give you a heap of ideas as to what else you could include at your studio to provide a solution with what you already have to offer. And it's not about solving all the problems in the city or town that you live in, but offering something others are not because you are listening to what is occurring around you as well as the needs of others. Pillar number three is all about leading by example. So a great leader shows those on their team that they would never ask others to do something that they are not able or willing to do themselves. So if you bring in a new task, a rule or protocol within your business, it doesn't have to be big. It could be like uniform or when you should arrive, anything like that, a great thing to do is role model this yourself and lead the way. And you are the leader and people will look to you to see whether the rules that you are setting or the expectations that you're creating are being done by you as well. So this also really can gain respect with your team and if you're practicing what you preach. Now, it might not be like an obvious thing that they go like, oh wow, this is our new uniform and you know, oh, so wonderful that my studio owner is wearing it. But if you're not wearing it or something or, for, this is just an example, but they will notice. And it's it's just a thing to show that we whatever we want to um, implement in our studios or whatever we're trying to do, that we do lead by example by doing. So another example is I don't allow my students to wear their hair out in any class. We don't have major specific rules depending on the class. But it would be, in my opinion, inappropriate for me to then wander in with my hair out and get it caught in my face and not be able to do things properly when if a student comes into my classroom with their hair out, I immediately ask them to put them up. So for me and for my team members, I ask them to put their hair up and you know, other than if they have really short hair, but I want it out of their face so it can't whip them in the eyeball, which is a problem. And also then to ensure that I can see what their body's doing and then they can see also what their body's doing. And my last pillar for today is all about having trust. So for either long-term or new team members, there does come a time for you to give your trust to the individual and see how they respond to that next level of responsibility you have given them. So giving them different tasks or assignments for admin or even more responsibility with their teaching role can really take time but once you give them the trust and you know the knowledge obviously and time to show you the amazing potential you saw in them from the beginning they really will hopefully and i often will begin to shine like I said, this might not happen with everyone, but this is where you were able to see if this person is truly a good fit within your business in the long run and if they're showing that initiative to you know, really step up to the plate. And many times people can excel even more than we thought possible when we give them the trust and freedom to do the job they were hired to do in the first place Or like I said, even better than our wildest dreams and give them the space to do their job rather than looking over their shoulder so you can really see what happens over time and possibly even, you know, realize or notice things that they're exceptional at that you might not have known at the beginning. So that is my four pillars for being a strong leader. And I'll just recap them quickly. One is practicing clear communication. Two is listening. Three is leading by example and four is trusting. So I hope that gives you a couple of ideas on how to grow as a leader within your community, not only within your business, but like the wider community in general. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the podcast. And I look forward to talking with you really soon. Bye for now. Thank
0: you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at